0: Line up. Line up. Locked. Locked. Hot, Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com.
1: Are you ready for some football?
0: Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready! And lock, and lock it, it in.
1: It's that time. Time to lock it in. A special Lineup Lock podcast for you this evening. It is the Player One, Player Two show, and this is uh, locking in your waivers for Week 1. I am Zach, your host as always, joined by Matt Reller. What's up, my man? How was uh, Christmas Week 1, Day 1 in football for you?
0: Went pretty darn well. Uh, yeah. There were some interesting results, and there are some surprise guys, but...
1: There was a few studs that went on instead of LGL, so For sure. It was <laughs> a, interesting day. I went four and two in my six in my six leagues that involve the flow. So that's I'm it. feeling pretty good about that. I could go five and one if craziness happens, like if for some reason DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson score four points combined tomorrow, then I'll win five. But I, I don't think that's <laughs> I'm taking the uh, I really hope that doesn't happen cuz I need DeAndre Hopkins to go nuts so I can at least finish like 500 on a week. <laughs> right on. So, we're going to so Matt, Matt and I we're going to react uh, that this is going to be a weekly show every Sunday night. We want our our listeners to have a full two days to analyze players that we we are high on to pick up off waivers, uh, who to drop so to speak. So, Matt and I got about tw- really really one comment per game on somebody that maybe might be addable. Uh, a lot of crazy things happened today. A lot of people that, it was the day of the rookies, man. Holy smokes. There are rookies yeah. performing everywhere. The The only rookie that looked like he wasn't performing was Kyler. And he had like .2 fantasy points at halftime. He ended up with a 30-burger because he just yeah. kind of figured it out. And he was he was the only one that was looking like it wasn't a thing. So we're going to cover it and try to, let you know who we like the most. So first off, I think the big news of the day is that Tyreek Hill, we don't know how much time he's going to miss. I've heard eight weeks. I've heard two weeks. Uh, either way, you're not going to have him in your lineup for the next two weeks minimum. So one move that I'm thinking that our owners should be ahead of the curve on, because this might be a waiver move next week, is McCall Hardman. Um, I don't know if they're going to utilize him. I think you and I both agree that Sammy Watkins, his uptick... I mean, not only was he the wide receiver one, period, in fantasy today, he also will be the wide receiver one there in the absence of Tyreek Hill. But... I'm I'm feeling hardman as an ad with all the rookies that just exploded they're the ones that are gonna get the claims in right now and let's say you win your league this or when you're uh you win this week and you scored a lot of points and you're towards the end of waivers that might be that might be the guy to stash right now maybe he only got one
0: target with zero catches and right. it was most of the game that hill was out I mean it target so it could change uh, i mean it's worth a speculative ad who knows what oh, ad sure. Happens.
1: well if you're last on waivers you're probably going to miss out on everything like absolutely the sure. guys that you and i are about to talk about i prioritize every single one of them above hardman but if you're Agreed. in a 12 or 14 team league there's what probably eight guys that are legit like legit legit must ads you might not get one Unless somebody's doing no, something yeah. crazy like adding a defense or a, a backup quarterback on their first their first go round, you know? So Don't do that. Please no, don't do that. <laughs> no, you should always go for positional <laughs> players first. So uh The
0: only other reason I would kind of be against the Hardman ad, is they're at the Raiders next week. And if they're as bad as I
1: think they are, that's gonna be the Damian Williams or Sean McCoy show. R- that's not a bad that's not a that's not a bad point. But the, they like to they like to air it out early, so you never know. I like I say, it's just he
0: might be Tyreek Hill-esque where he just he's
1: one touch and it's over. It's just that feeling, man. You know, in a PPR yeah. league, I don't think I like them. If you're one of those right. uh, crazy people like me that play in a few standard leagues, maybe maybe that's where that's where the best bang for the buck is for in the flex. You know, I mean.
0: Well, yeah, especially like if you look at your projections and your favorite like not
1: supposed to win. I might swing for the fences with Mardan in that case. So the only besides besides the Tyreek Hill news, uh, the second biggest news t- for me that I saw today was that Ronald Jones looks like he, he's going to be actually okay. Um, yeah. He had seventy five yards. He averaged five point eight yards a carry. Looked better than <laughs> Peyton Barber. Uh, Dary yeah. had four catches. But he looked really, really good, and the world will get to see him showcased, I guess, if that's a thing. Uh, They play Thursday Night Football this week versus Carolina, so that will be good. I don't know if I, uh, depending on what I see out of Royce Freeman in one of my leagues tomorrow, I might even be starting Ronald Jones. Someone actually dropped him in my league, and I picked him up Sunday morning. Um, So they, they dropped him on Friday. I put a claim in and got him because I, you know, I didn't know. It's one of those things. I was like, "Well, I'm not gonna let people fight over him. I'm gonna put the claim in it and try to see what happens." So yeah, Ronald sure. Jones is a guy that I think checked, uh, for me, even yeah. over the receivers, because we're you know running backs are almost like currency in fantasy football, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I would scurry the waivers and see if he was dropped in a league oh. or not drafted, and absolutely put a claim on him on one of the top priorities here. So yeah. I'm gonna start naming some names. Um, and go down go down my list here, uh, man. I was ballsy enough in two leagues. One, I'm gonna win one, probably lose one. Uh, to start TJ Hawkinson in two leagues, and uh, in one league I started them over Mark Andrews, which ended up he ended up scoring one more fantasy point. In the other league he's my only tight end. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had 131 yards and a touchdown straight. Balling, man. And how about Matt Stafford, 300 yards? There's a chance he's sitting on waivers right now, too. So that's, uh, that's another quarterback that should be on the waiver, not as a priority one. Go for these other guys. Uh, John Ross, of the Cincinnati Bengals, two years being a straight bust. Now, yep. I like what I saw. There is an injury history there. So grain of salt it, but I would absolutely put a claim in him. 158 yards and two touchdowns. I Other hesitation there for me is they get 49ers next week, and that secondary is legit. Yeah, the the defense is legit on the 49ers. Speaking of legit, they're a legit streaming option if you're in a league that still plays defense. Um, One ad that I like for the running backs as well is uh, Colonel Mostart uh, on the 49ers. Uh, I think Coleman's going to miss... A grip is what it sounds like, right? You don't know. I I keep getting conflicting reports
0: on how bad it is. It doesn't sound like we're gonna know much until later tomorrow, Monday okay. morning or Monday like afternoon after they do some testing. So that's a situation to monitor. I would guess I mean the ankle injury did look bad. Saw some video of it. I would guess like two to four weeks. Would be my initial I bet this, in which case Burita and Mustard should definitely be added. And if you want to go really deep, like if you're in a super deep league, Jeff Wilson's going to get called up from the practice squad because they love to have three running backs up for most games. Right. So who knows if he gets some run, too.
1: Yeah. You absolutely want a 49er running back. They're always going to use at least two, at, at worst, and most of the time, three. And Mostard has done nothing but low key ball out. Every single uh-huh. time is a legit flex play. So he, uh-huh. he's a must-add for me as well. Um, get a claim in on him. Uh, probably drafted in most leagues. There might be a couple. I'm in I'm in Texas, um, as our listeners know. So uh, he was drafted in every league that I'm in. But there might be a few leagues that he wasn't, like if you're in New York or Philly. But Michael Gallup, seven receptions for 158 yards, man. Is there... How about that Dak Prescott, eh? Yeah. 404, right? Let's go. Let's freaking uh, go, man.
0: How you feeling about them seeing Washington in Washington next week, though?
1: Uh, that's going to be a trap game for sure. I think they can win. Yeah. But Washington's defense yeah. is not uh Washington's defense is good, very good actually. And the Cowboys find a way to always split with the 49ers for the most or not 49ers, the Redskins for the most <laughs> part. So it's 100%. Uh, kingdom looked good. I guess he heard
0: me talk smack about him in the <laughs> offseason.
1: <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, up next for me, uh, I like AJ Brown. Uh, came out of nowhere. I know he's he's not at it unless it's dynasty. Hundred yards receiving. Corey Davis. What? 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 Is what, did he play? Zero. Yeah, he got targeted twice with
0: zero catches. Oh my uh, goodness. The hesitation with
1: me on AJ Brown is on. He was four for four. Right.
0: There's only four targets. There's no
1: volume there. No. The only dude that got any volume in that passing offense was uh,
0: Delaney, I need a walker. So I, w- <laughs> I would kind of hesitate to add him. I want to see what happens next week against Colts before I make a move on A.J. Brown in draft.
1: He would be my least prioritized guy over all of these. Uh, for those of you sure. that listen, I'm putting a, a claim in on most of the guys that we're talking about in my leagues, right, if they're available. He's my Mr. Last because, exactly right, it's a team that's going to be run heavy. But if this is legit, you definitely want it now. Um, next is, this is one of my favorite ads of the week, actually. I'm hoping I get a piece of them somewhere because I think it's going to be a thing. Five receptions, 125 yards, and a touchdown for McLaren on the Washington. I know you're big with him, too, so I think I think it's a good one.
0: Yeah, he, he was the favorite of mine early in the offseason when I thought it was going to be Askins because they went to college together, right. but apparently it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. He's going to get targeted. <laughs> Let me double-check my notes on him. He had a good amount of targets. Uh, it was more than five. Seven, yeah. seven targets, yeah, and five that's catches, good. about 25-1. So that's a solid line for a rookie, especially against a decent Eagles secondary. Oh, for
1: sure. Oh, for sure. One of the more impressive performances today was Hollywood Brown, 147 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Um, I love him. I actually drafted him with my last pick uh, in my home league. So I've got a share of him in one. Now, he was surprisingly drafted in quite a few leagues, but overall, on according to ESPN, he's not owned very highly. So check your waivers, and, uh, man, I expect a lot more of this. Now, Hollywood Brown... It's going to be a flex start. Hollywood Brown is going to be boom or bust. Lamar Jackson is not going to throw five touchdowns every week. I think he only played 12 snaps, if I read that correctly. So it's not like he's out there every single play. He just knows how to get open, and they know how to use him. And Lamar Jackson, yes. I've been banging the drum about how good I think he's going to be all summer. I'm so, Me and you both, brother. I'm so happy. i remember arguing with Chris on this very podcast I'm, about I'm, how good Lamar
0: Jackson could look
1: as a passer. I'm happy to see it, man. I've got a piece of him in a few leagues. By the way, those are all the – I won all of them. <laughs> um, yeah. So I wonder why. Yeah. And then for me, for me, before I give the floor to you, uh, the last two guys that have priority ads for me are the Jackson, the Jacksonville receiving duo. There's actually three good receivers from what I see so far on their team, and with the injury to Nick Foles, they're going to be even worse than we thought. And I think that the, even though the quarterback, even though the quarterback did good, I think it's going to be a lot more passing. If that, if that, if that makes sense. So for me, I like Charc. Four receptions for 146 yards and a touchdown. And, hey, Blake, are
0: you seeing these in order? Uh, like,
1: start top? That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, start at the bottom okay. and go to the top, yes. I just wanted to clear. Yes, yeah, yeah, start at the bottom. Okay. Except for Hawkinson. Okay. I put Hawkinson up with these guys, too, by the way. Yeah, but, yeah sure, sure. Um, and then uh, Conley, I think, is the number one ad, man. Good for you. Called it on our waiver ads. Hopefully, Woo, some listeners I look listen. really smart. Six receptions, 97 yards and a touchdown. I think his role, because when Marquise Lee starts getting more snaps that might eat into Chark a little bit, I don't think it eats into Conley. I think Conley's going to be a thing. Yeah. All right. So that's my that's my news and notes from what I kind of witnessed and watched this Sunday. Uh, man, it was awesome. And I count right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's eleven guys that I would be okay adding to my roster this week. You know, getting rid of the one, always churning the bottom one, and getting one of these guys. That's pre- that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I know you've got some more stuff to talk about too. So the floor oh, yeah, is now, yeah. the floor is now yours, sir. So what are, what are your noteworthy players from from today?
0: Noteworthy. I, I would start. I'm going to start kind of at the top. Okay. Chris Conley is my number one ad if I don't already have him on a roster. He had seven targets, as we mentioned, six for 97 and one. Even with Gardner Minshew, who looked pretty darn good with falls out against a pretty decent defense. Um, I mean, Kansas City, their game script is always so weird. so It's hard to like judge how good somebody is actually going to be when they get into it. But right. his next six weeks, uh, for Gardner Minshew, Houston, Tennessee, Denver,
1: Carolina, New Orleans, and Cincy. They'll be. Do uh, any of those defenses
0: super scary
1: though, because. for sh- me. No, and they should be predicted to lose every one of those games. Exactly, and he was twenty-two of twenty-five for two seventy-five, two touchdowns and a pick, and he started out thirteen of thirteen. That's pretty darn solid for a rookie. Yeah. So I
0: think. I think the volume might be there for him. Other names that would, yeah, Corey Davis, three targets, zero for zero. It's just weird. They didn't run a ton of plays to begin with, but what is that?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> he's yeah. one of my more head scratching. What do I do with this guy? I
1: don't I think, think you can wait cut him. I maybe you can cut him. I, I, just, I he, he is an anti. I
0: hold at least one more week. Ugh. I don't think I would sell and I don't think I would try to buy.
1: You certainly can't sell.
0: <laughs> no. No, no. Yeah. Um AJ Brown, I get it. He I love his talent. But the fact that he did four for four for a hundred, it just He did have the most targets on that team for wide receivers though.
1: Right. I could go either way with him. Hey, uh, speaking of speaking yeah. of super sleeper most than targets, we talk about AJ Brown. Debo Samuel only had one reception, but he had the he was tied for most targets, so keep an eye yeah. on that. Just somebody yeah. if you're the twelfth guy and you miss out on everybody and he wasn't drafted in your league, he was drafted in some, but he might be a guy trending up. Because everyone's gonna be chasing these rookies who did amazing and we all know how that goes, right? You, when you chase points, <laughs> you start A.J. Brown and he gets one catch for 12 yards next week, you know? <laughs> yeah. The one guy I don't think would do that,
0: though, is Hollywood Brown. Yeah, he only had 12 snaps, but he was targeted on half of those then.
1: Oh. So he had five
0: targets for four
1: catches. All about that. That's okay. about that life. He is.
0: Yeah, I think he's a wide re- receiver two, low wide receiver two, or a flex pretty much every week. Their schedule's really favorable.
1: Yeah, he's a baller. It's so yeah. fun to watch. I love. And they're the only team that won in their division, by the way, the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they what's up their division. Um, other early games that I kind of want to touch on is the Minnesota Falcons game. Oh. And it was really weird. as a Falcon. Like, if you had a bunch of Falcons, you were scared, and then they got garbage time, so that was good. But uh, <laughs> Kirk Cousins only had 10 pass attempts in that entire game.
1: Which is exactly what we saw at the end of last year, by the way.
0: Right. So this ah, man that scares the crap out of me, but Dalvin Cook ran it for 21, 21 times over hundred and two. So that's nice.
1: Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Dalvin Cook, you have a you or figure you you figure Madison correct is the direct cuff. That's the guy you want to get on your roster.
0: He had the second most carries, and he was in when Cook was like getting spelled. So I think he's the dude, if you're a cook owner and you're nervous, go grab Alexander Madison if you can. Otherwise, yeah, I would look elsewhere as my replacement. Um, And then also in that same game, Austin Hooper was 9 for 9 for 77. He had the second most targets on that team. So he might be a nice kind of, hey, if you need a tight end, you're streaming the position, go grab him. He might be solid. Jets and Bills game was pretty fun to watch, especially late because Allen was rallying him. Um, Devin Singletary had six targets and four carries. He has a role. I don't know how much of a one, though. Like, was it only because they were down that he was in there that much?
1: It took him a while to get his first yeah. carry. It was like the third quarter, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was late where they put him in, and I think it was only because Frank Gore didn't look. But I mean he looked how I thought he was gonna look, which was pretty ineffective against the Jets defense. So
1: But the way you gotta look at it though is like this is my takeaway is that their their offense was getting shut out until they started using him.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean he did rip off four carries for like
1: seventy yards. They scored so. every point, they point scored. Yeah, every point they scored was after Singletary was in the game. So that's super exactly. encouraging. TJ Yeldon did nothing. Sorry, absolutely I would guess Singletary
0: is kind of the engine that makes it go. And sooner or later, the coaching staff will figure that out. So, right. uh, John Brown also had 10 targets, and he was 7 for 123-1. and one. I might be throwing a claim at him unless he was
1: drafted late. Right.
0: Uh, Jameson Crowder, same game, 17 targets. He led the league in targets. Can
1: Just you believe three. that? God.
0: I cannot, but
1: that is a ton. What did he 14 else? catches at yeah. 99. That, yeah, that
0: stands out. If I miss out on Conley, I think Crowder's my number
1: two. I think he's drafted in most leagues, though, right?
0: Is he? I don't know, man.
1: I'm going to check. I'll he check his... What unit, name check the next... real quick. Yeah, I'll I check the 50% or lower. Yeah, I'll check the ownership while you uh, come up with your yeah. next point. All
0: right. I, think, I mean, Darnold had 41 attempts, but he didn't turn the ball over, which is really good. We kind of called him as a... He's a breakout candidate, and I think that's only going to hit. Moving on to games, we already touched on Washington a little bit. They had 57 plays and only 13 runs. Green skip took away guys. He only had 10 carries for 18 yards. If somebody's freaking out about that, go throw a really low ball offer. I would definitely buy in. For sure. Um, Yeah. Terry McLaurin, 7 for 5, 125 and 1. We already touched on him. Miles Sanders had 11 carries,
1: which is the most on Philly. He was that, good, too. You know, the, and then he's got the role. So Jamison Crowder is owned in 70.4% of leagues. So there's a, there's a couple. So search. See so around. And there's a chance, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> there's a chance, man. Go check,
0: man. Go check. It's worth it. If you're in that 30%, you're going to hit
1: it. Oh, um, sure. Moving on. Durant's game I would say Malcolm Brown Is your number two back Daryl Henderson Was on the field For like Three snaps I wish I didn't Break wheat the, Like the, within the last Four days on that Cause I would, I I've been I've been banging the, I remember Even all of our Creator rank family Was telling me I was an idiot Because I was saying That it was Brown Everyone's like no, I was right there Stenderson. With you brother And
0: then when you switched I was like What? No, come on! You know, you <laughs> know why? I, you know why
1: I think I switched? Like I'm going to be. Why I think I switched is because they're going to use two backs, and if something happens to Gurley, Henderson will be fantasy relevant too. And I think he's just a little bit more dynamic, although Brown is good. So I think that it's a it's a, it's a yes, he's the cuff, but Henderson will also become valuable. Henderson is nothing but an end of the bench stash waiting to see if something happens with Gurley. But Gurley still put together a nice day. He had over 100 yards combined, 70% of the snaps. He just got, he wasn't there on the goal line, which is where Gurley's bread and butter has been. God, you know. Right, that was all Malcolm Brown. Right, for all three, three of the goal line attempts. And then also, Goff is not looking, and, and I think they're going to address that, hopefully, when they watch their film this week. Gurley could have had like five or six more catches and, wasn't yeah. targeted. He's like wide open, and Goff is just throwing fifty-yard, you know, bombs, thirty-yard bombs instead of looking at Gurley. So that's something yeah. that I think that they'll address. So I'm not worried if I'm a Gurley owner. I, I like what I saw, and I will run to the waivers to get Brown or Henderson. People will drop Henderson after this. So if you're a Gurley owner, I think you should. I think you should too, unless you're a Gurley gir- a owner. Sure.
0: I... I
1: don't know, man. He's not that a priority. Me out. He's, he,
0: no, he's not. And if I, if I'm looking at like all of a sudden I need a wide receiver because I lost Tyreek Hill, I would much rather drop Daryl Henderson
1: and pick up like a Crowder. or a Cowder. Oh, for sure. I, I'm with you. Yes, I would do that in that case. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you, if you just lost Tyreek <laughs> sure Hill, could... wasn't going crazy here. No. Night, so. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying if you're a girly owner and you can't get him. You know, like, yeah, it, it's sure. it's not, it's, it's, someone's going to drop him. He's drafted in almost every league. He's going to be dropped after this week. It's going to be a thing. And, Man, and if you are lucky you're wrong if you do it, is all I'm saying. Unless you do own girlie, then don't do sure. it. For sure. No, it, like, as, like you said, if you have Tyreek Hill, you're going to have to go after one of these upside guys. Otherwise, you're, you don't yeah. have a guy probably good enough on your bench unless you're in a shallow league, oh. right? To give you that kind of production. I'm glad
0: we're talking about
1: what if you lost Tyreek Hill.
0: Here's here's my really sneaky move. I'm gonna let you in. Uh Cooks had six targets, and he only had two catches for thirty Go throw an offer out. I bet you that dude's freaking
1: out. Yeah. yeah. For sure.
0: <laughs> That's only gonna go up. Mike, I think Mike Evans? figured out too, just like the girly. Yeah. Mike, Mike Evans? Evans had a rough day. They spread the ball out really weirdly though. Like nobody had more than five or six targets on that team. Right. That was really bizarre. I don't know if that's a function of Bruce Arians, like, trying to get Jameis to do that, or if that was just
1: how the defense was playing them in San Francisco. So. Also, Winston is going to Winston. I'm nervous with my Evan shares. I'm not going to lie. Te- <laughs> technically, Winston completed it to, like, eight different receivers if you count the San Francisco so 49ers. <laughs> that's
0: fair. And through two more touchdowns. Yeah, there you go.
1: He actually had a great, great day.
0: I do the Going back to that uh, Carolina game, though, D.J. Moore, 10 targets, 7 catches, 76 yards. Curtis
1: Samuel, 4 targets, 3 catches, only 32 yards. Ooh. There's
0: another dude I'd be willing to drop for one of these other wide receivers we've
1: been talking about. Really? I'm going to okay. bail
0: on Curtis Samuel wow. if I, for some reason, drafted him. I was telling people early on, he's not going to get... North Turner and Cam Newton have not supported wide receiver twos in their career. They just don't. There's one,
1: and it's DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey. Technically, well, I'm with you. I'm, I think DJ DJ Moore is the guy, but I'm gonna hold. I, I disagree. I'm gonna hold on to Samuel because of the draft stock that I put into him. At least right now, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not not ready to react yet. That's, I don't think it's a reaction. I think it's a fact of what's going
0: to happen for the rest of the season. But I, I I said all along, I could be totally wrong, but.
1: But Curtis once again no. Well once again though if you're a team that has Tyreek Hill and Curtis Samuel, that might be a decision you have to make. You know? Yeah. I mean, because you're not cutting Miles Sanders. Right? You're not no, cutting no, you're not no, cutting no, Singletary. No. You're not cutting you're not cutting cutting Ronald Jones. If so, I can help it, I'm not cutting any running back. Exactly. Justice like, Hill, you're not cutting if, any of them. You're keeping all these guys. Right.
0: I'm not gonna freak out on any of the running backs. Darwin Thompson. I would still hold. For sure. Because you never know, like their path can—it looks muddy, but it can clear up really quickly. So I would just hold, like even Adrian Peterson—he was inactive today. I would still hold him if I have him on my team. He might get traded. We've been talking about that.
1: Yeah. Or he yeah. might be the starting running back for Washington next week after what just happened today.
0: Yeah, I
1: doubt it. <laughs> Washington get a if you're Washington. If to sit him in a
0: divisional game, I doubt he becomes the starter. <laughs>
1: Right. Lawyered okay. I'll give it to you <laughs> Alright what's next
0: had 12 targets For 7 catches Are you really buying in He makes me so
1: nervous I'm going to put a claim in uh, That doesn't mean I'm going to start him next week Unless I'm a Tyreek Hill yeah. owner I might be looking for that upside Thinking that they get their butt beat And he's got the opportunity Versus the 49ers I mean the, sure. the, the, the speed's there The talent's there He's got the juice I agree but it's, yeah, it's if,
0: just one of those things where I'm like, I'm too nervous. I don't know if
1: I do. If I'm in a league, if I'm in a league that I won and I didn't lose anybody <laughs> to injury, I'm picking him up if I can. Probably won't be able to get him because I have lower on priorities, right? Unless it's a fab league, and sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch and see what he does on my bench. And if it continues, then maybe <laughs> he's maybe I'm onto something, right? Yeah,
0: I guess. Two other really sneaky ads to this week and wide receiver. Cody Latimer, he had eight targets, but he only turned it into like two or three catches.
1: The Giants are going to be behind a ton. He's a wide receiver for the Giants, in case you didn't know. Uh, (laughs) Well aware. I watched the game. (laughs) No, you did, but I'm just saying. (laughs) You have like, who? (laughs) Giants
0: wide receiver. Add him. They're going to be behind every single game. So (laughs) the game script is going to help him out. He might be a really sneaky, just suddenly has some value. Danny Amendola had 13 targets. I saw that. Seven for 104-1. and one. I would definitely go after him if he's there. He might have been drafted, though. He might be another, like, suddenly, for some reason, owned in, like, 60% of leagues. But it's worth a peak.
1: It is worth a peak. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up while you continue to rattle that <laughs> off. I'm intrigued. Good.
0: All right. A couple other things that, you know, as far as, hey, he was probably drafted, but you might be able to buy him low. Christian Kirk had twelve targets
1: and he only turned it into four for thirty-two. Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola is owned in three point four percent of leagues. Beautiful. Let's
0: get that up to at least thirty
1: by the end of the week. Man, for sure. This hard. I'm gonna.
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna claim that as I did that. If that. Happens.
1: Yeah. I'm. I'm. On your, I'm, on, I'm with you. All right. Cool. Uh, also. At the game
0: they had ended tonight, there is no split to Pittsburgh. That was all John, James Connor. Right. So if you were worried about that, you can put that to bed. The other thing I'm, I want to bring up quick is Philip Dorsett had a heck of a night. However, do you think he goes away when A.B. comes in?
1: Yeah, I agree. Do. do you think Philip Dorsett still has a role? I think he has a Hail Mary flex role maybe t- two more times. Right? Like, kind of like Martavius. Like, it's like a Martavius Bryant play when he was a rookie. It's like you're either getting one point or you get lucky because you get a long touchdown. I mean, no one will be able to guard him, right?
0: He's fat, and he looked like he could actually run a route tonight. It makes me think that he'll have a significantly reduced role from what he had tonight. So I would be willing to shop. If you can find a buyer. If somebody believes, like, oh, he turned the corner, it's him. But
1: you're probably not going to be able to And you to also pass. have to think, Josh Gordon didn't have a lot of snaps tonight. He wasn't on the field a no. lot either because he's still getting acclimated. And then AB, so Dorsett might even do well next week. Right,
0: so he might have one more decent game. But then, well, I'm starting to think, like, what if Gordon stays yeah, Gordon?
1: Well, well
0: Do set might come back around at some point. You
1: have this to year. live in the, you have to live in the universe that Josh Gordon is Josh Gordon until he's not. Right that's
0: fair. So if I have him on a team which thankfully I do in our Creator Inc Dynasty League where I'm gonna get a, a Redress league or I'm gonna get him win a league <laughs> I'm gonna hold him and just see what happens because who knows maybe he has a continued role
1: maybe he proves something an old Bill tonight for sure. All right. Who's next? Um, I'm just gonna kind of look ahead a week too, just a little bit. Just hit on some quick things, and then we can get out of here. Okay. Um, I
0: expect the Ravens to keep rolling because they see Arizona next week. Um, uh, Texas home versus Jacksonville. I'm predicting that to be a pretty big shootout. Neither defense look well. I mean, we haven't seen Houston, but I don't think their defense is gonna be able to stop much in the secondary. They have a decent like front line, and that's about it yeah so, I expect that one to be pretty darn high scoring based on how Gardner and
1: Minshew looked today is and uh later the, from that actually looked really
0: good today he had six targets did you see that
1: yeah and that will continue because yeah. I think they're gonna yeah. be negative game scripts galore for Jacksonville
0: well also it seems like a concerted effort because that wasn't even negative game script
1: oh you know what you oh, know what else
0: I mean they Really quick, right? But it was only seven nothing, and he got two targets on the
1: next drive. You know who's a guy that would interest me today was Preston Williams too. I know we've That's mentioned fair. him on this pod. He caught a touchdown, and it is. he started. Don't get me wrong though, Albert Wilson was a was a scratch, right? He didn't play. Correct. So that, also that might change. Devontae Parker went three for seventy five. Right. That'd be worth it. Because they're going to get there. Their, they're going to be down by, like, 25 to next week. <laughs> so they'll they be passing look, the ball. Like, <laughs> they got down so quick
0: so soon that they just looked like, yep, on to the next one. And I think that's going to happen a ton to them.
1: So, just,
0: that look, roster looked bad on paper, and it looked even worse on the field.
1: <laughs> so let me ask you something. Of all the guys yeah. that we've talked about so far, right? Mm-hmm. Um what who which guy is it that you feel is the waiver wire ad that is the Philip Lindsay from last year? Like this is the guy that could be the, the league winner. Who is it? If you could Chris just give Conley. it one. Chris Conley? Chris Conley. Yeah. I think it's I think it's
0: I feel strong about that one.
1: Mine's Hollywood. But I, I like Conley too.
0: Hollywood I I could be more like OBJ where he just keeps making flashy plays. I think Chris Conley's gonna always give you something solid. Like I don't think he's ever gonna kill your team. Right, right. There's gonna be weeks where Hollywood might kill your team. I know I'd like to think I'm a more of a riverboat gambler. I get risk for, it. <laughs> So I I try to keep it even even kill. I would
1: I lean Conley for that reason. And you know what? It might even, if Hawkinson, let let me look up his ownership real quick. I'm intrigued by this because. He's got
0: to have been drafted. There was enough hype on him.
1: Let's see, TJ. If
0: he's out there. Go grab him.
1: Oh, he's only in 30% of leagues, bro. What?
0: Man, that's going to be
1: 100%. (laughs) Oh, that's, yeah. Nine targets, six catches above
0: 31 and one you got to be
1: kidding me. Wow. That's going to go way up. Oh, sure. I mean, you got yourself probably a top. He, what, was the top one or he's two? He's got to be in the top him five. And Andrew, him and Andrews were one and two, right?
0: Him, Andrews, Kelsey had
1: yardage, but I don't think he got in the end zone. No. Kittle had decent
0: targets, but I don't think he turned it into much. Yeah, I think he's got to be one right now.
1: So yeah, I mean you're looking at a, a free pickup or somebody you drafted late who could be a top five for the season. That's what a, that's what that's what Willis was talking about. Like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we got.
0: Higby's got to be pretty high. He got in the box. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, Delaney, I need a Walker. He's got to be tight end one right now. He had two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, he did good too. He did very good too. We didn't have as much walker. yards,
0: but he had two touchdowns. That's gonna
1: help you. Out. All right, man. So anything, anything right. in closing, we need to tell our listeners before we uh, head out on this lineup locked. I know we just gave pod. you a bunch of stuff
0: to react to, but definitely like don't overreact on some of your studs that disappointed you this week. And also, we talked about a lot of guys that are getting added. Watch who gets dropped. Right. Somebody's gonna drop somebody that they shouldn't. Peek at those. It's just as important as putting in your waiver claims. Play that,
1: drop it like it's hot. Game if somebody big gets dropped, go scoop them the next day. And don't be afraid to kick the tires on these players that underperformed. That like like a Sony Michelle, for instance. Mm-hmm. I like Burkhead clearly looked like the better running back, but I'm not sold that that's gonna always be the thing, especially because Burkhead seems to always find a way to get injured. So if there's yeah. somebody who's not feeling Michelle, I, I would. Put a low-ball offer in. I mean, what's the worst that happens if it's somebody that you drafted on the bench and it doesn't pan out? There you go. Right? But there's, I mean, ugh. It's funny.
0: I was talking about that in the group chat. I think it's more usage. Like, Pittsburgh's D is really fast and fluid. Right. And Sony, he's got, like, good straight-line burst, but he doesn't have any wiggle to his game. And he's not adept at pass-catching, and you need to be against a fast defense. So I'm guessing old Bill saw that and was like, "All right, Rex, you're my guy. You and James White are going to roll
1: tonight." Yeah, I'm intrigued yeah, to see. I'm intrigued to see the the red zone looks are going to be there. So that's right. that's something I'm almost certain of. You know, you, but I'm also curious to see what happens if they get into a more of a straight
0: line game. Do they use Damian Harris and Sony Michelle instead, and just James White comes in as a pass guy?
1: Yeah. Going to be, it's going to be fun. But these are our overreactions for week one, uh, or underreactions, whichever way you want to take that. I definitely, uh, like I said at the beginning of the pod, it is the week of of rookies just exploding. I love it. I love it, man. So get you a piece. And I, you know what? Like I said, uh, try to put a claimant on these guys. But watch the waivers like a hawk. Because there are people that are going to overreact and drop some people that are just so, 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 so good. So I well, hope yeah, you. Yeah, watch Joe Mixon get dropped because he had a bad day. Oh, gosh. Hopefully not. <laughs> I don't know that going. I mean, if that happens, please let me in that league next year. But
0: <laughs> who right. knows, man? Somebody might see that and just go, nah, I'm done with this dude. Who knows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, this is the. Uh, this is, <laughs> <laughs> we we hope that we helped you lock in your lineup so that you got a W, and uh, hopefully with one of these pickups you're going to continue to get those. Uh, don't be afraid to hesitate to reach out to myself or Matt on Twitter. Uh, our DMs are open if you want to, if you need help with who should I drop, which guy should I prioritize. I know we just fed a lot of information so. It's more than just listening to the pod. It's talking to us. But these are, from what I saw with my eyeballs on the Red Zone, Red Zone channel, these are the guys that I am the most keen on right now, as, as are you. So this is Lineup Locked. You can get me on Twitter at TechMozak, and Matt is at Matt Reller, the spelling of his name, literally. We appreciate you listening to this late evening pod as we react to everything that went on in week one. This is Lineup Locked. We are out. Peace. Peace.